up? It's Takara Williams of the Takara Williams Show. I'm live with my co-host, Devin Foster. Devin, you there? Yes, yes. How you yes, doing today, Takara? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Devin's not in the studio with me, but he is available in, uh, with us via phone. So today we're going to get right into it. But before we get into our show tonight, quick thing, just want you guys to know, we will be doing a segment on Black Wall Street. So that's going to be something that's very interesting. Hope you guys can definitely oh, yeah. check that out. Yes, yes, we will be featuring black entrepreneurs, black educators, black businesses. You know, it's, it's Black Wall Street, so we got to get some things back to how they were and what was successful for us. So definitely check us out on that, and I'll keep you up to date. Delvin, first things first, J-Train. You know, we got a game against the uh, Falcons on August 10th, preseason, Miami Dolphins. J-Train today was diagnosed with a concussion, and he will not play week one. What's your thoughts on that? No problem. To the mouth. So now let's, let's think long term for a second. Um, with everything going on with concussions, um, him sitting out is definitely helpful for us. We're not trying to get him in a situation where we lose him for the entire season. Is this something that you can foresee happening throughout his career as a reoccurrence thing, or you know, he has it? He can potentially get over it. How do you, how do you see this affecting him from a, a long term standpoint? Well, you know, football is, is what it is. It's a very physical sport, and I don't think it's just they train himself. I think around the league, you, you know, you're going to see a lot of pe- um, teams take the precaution to sit their um, you know running backs here and there, just you know, just for the health reasons. And you know, it's a lot of a lot of investments going on nowadays, so you know no one wants to make that mistake of losing their investments for a long time. Correct, makes makes perfect sense. Um, you know, from a fan standpoint, I definitely don't want to see him go out with a concussion. You know, that's something that I pray that is not a reoccurrence injury for him or whoever it is that's participating in any sport or anything in life with that, because that is something that's life altering. You know, when you sit back and you really think about what it does. Um, to the players and, and people just in general. Um, this is a long-term thing that's kind of sticking with them. And, you know, the NFL has done extensive research on this. A couple of players that have passed away, um, their families have actually donated their brains to study so the NFL can study this thing. So they're trying to really minimize certain things that's happening there. But football is a contact sport. And, um, you know, unfortunately they have to use their heads a lot. So right. your head is taking a lot of hits and absorbing a lot of impact. But if they can do something with that helmet to um, decrease the impact, I'm quite sure, you know, they'll get that in. But do what are you looking forward to in week one of the preseason game with the Dolphins? Because you already said, you know, we went in the AFC. We went in AFC East, hands down, and we beat the Patriots two times this season. Right. That's, that's on record. <laughs> well, you know, I, I actually went out to the practice the other day. And I think what I saw at practice confirmed exactly what I'm saying. It, it, it's a nice nucleus of, of talent on both sides of the ball to what we failed to see in the last couple of years. You know, being a diehard fan, I've been, you know, waiting to see this now come full circle of the old, you know, the offenses we've had one year without the defense or vice versa. We have a defense, no offense. This just seemed like it's been more of the complete team that we all as Dolphins have been waiting for. You understand? It's like I, I week week one is like preseason is going to be like a regular season game to me because I see a lot of guys fighting for their positions and it's and, and we're deep, we're very deep and, and talented. So I, I I really want to see what we have in store on, on the first preseason game. Yeah, and, and you know depth is a great thing to have because at the end of the day, you know um, we saw last year where we suffered an injury um, not only to our quarterback towards the end but to you know our star safety who went down and um, didn't complete the rest of the season. But in, in that aspect, it was good for those younger guys to get in and get the experience, and now they can come back this year and right. actually make an impact with the star mm-hmm. safety back in the lineup. Right. And we did, you know, we right, like as you said, the depth there. We, we, we go out and we get a guy like TJ McDonald, started for the Rams, very good talent. And you also bring in a guy like Nate Allen, another very good talent. To put those in the mix with Rashad Jones in the back tail end of that defense, 
that's something special in itself. Exactly. And now the D line. Let's let's talk about the D line for a second because a lot of people will say last year, you know, they didn't stand up to what they were supposed to. What what do you foresee that D line doing this year with the additions that we have and with the guys that's coming back? What are you expecting out of out of our defensive line this year? I'm I'm expecting they have this this run stop ability. It's like they're loading up on a lot of run stoppers in the inside to help Sue. But also at those ends with Wake and the, the guy Harris that we just drafted, quarterback is going to have to get rid of that ball real quick. And I think that's going to, you know, for the young guys on those ends, those cornerbacks sit on a lot of these routes, maybe because the ball is going to have to come out quick. So I'm thinking if they sit on a lot of these routes, we should be looking for a lot of turnovers this year. Okay, and and how is our linebacker how is our linebacker core looking when you were at practice? I, you know, I know it's probably just one practice you checked out, but for that one practice that you did did check out. How how is that linebacker core looking? Honestly, it looks like with the addition of Timmons, um, the guy from Pittsburgh, it's mm-hmm. like the leadership is there. And then you have uh, Kiko was coming into his own zone last year, and it, it's like those guys, they, they you know, it looks like they have a um, very prospect, um, a very good year. Also, I'm looking for an upside on the linebacker core. All right, and, and that's that's what it is. I'm, I'm I'm ready for it. I'm excited about it. And again, that game is taking place August 10th is um the Atlanta Falcons. So, you know, of course you won't see the starters as much because you got guys that's fighting for spots and, you know, trying to make the team and get this football money, you know? So yes. what do you got? What do you have as a score? If you can just predict it, I know, you know, it's it's hard to do because people are trying to make the team right now and, you know, it's kind of relevant. But from a scoring standpoint, with with the with what you know, what do you predict that score to be? Just I just give you first quarter. That's it. First quarter. I, I'm glad. I'm glad you put it that way, Dakar, because that's what I was gonna say. I said I don't want to predict the whole score, but I, I'm predicting that that first string offense come right out with that starting line, Atlanta's defense, and I want to see them go right down the score or put some points on the board. I should say, uh, preferably a touchdown. But you know, I would like to see them come and move that ball. Okay. And, and that's every and that'll be every game leading up to the first, you know, week. I want I want to see that first unit offensively and defensively because I do feel like that, you know, when they get their little opportunities which will be a couple plays, let's see them go all out a little bit against somebody else. You know, they're tired of hitting on each other. <laughs> all right, that that makes perfect sense. Um if you guys are just tuning in online, you know, there's a link you guys can hit to join in with us. If you Call in. That number is 929-477-3970. Again, that number is 929-477-3970. Also, if you are afraid to get on the air, you're a little nervous, seem shy, you can text your question or comment and possibly get it asked on the air live with us at 754-200-5791. Again, that's 754-200-5791. Five seven nine one. Um, we're gonna switch gears really quick here. Um, let's go back to the Mayweather versus McGregor fight that's gonna take place on August twenty sixth. You know, last week we touched up on it. Um, we gave our thoughts. We had a caller that called in and, and definitely um, threw some valid points out there with her opinions. But USA Today put out an article saying there that there are three ways that McGregor can beat Mayweather. Now, I'm going to tell you these three things, and, you know, we can definitely talk about them a little more in depth. But I'm going to tell you the three things that they said um, that's quoted in USA Today of how he can beat him. The puncher's chance, that's number one. The second one was getting in Mayweather's head. And the third one was be physical and dirty. So let's go to the first one, the puncher's chance. Now, to me, that sounds like you're just swinging and you're trying to look up and hit something. All right. So basically, it's no skill in that. It's, it's no skill in that. So when I dissect that, you know, all right, punch wildly and pray that you hit him in the head and knock him out because they are saying McGregor has this, he has a punching power that has capability to knock Mayweather out. Now, knowing what we know and we've seen in 49 fights from Floyd Mayweather, the guy's not taking a lot of hits. He is a defensive fighter. So with that being said, 
give me your opinion and your thoughts on the puncher's chance. Well, to, to me, to car the puncher's chance, it, it's comparable to me as for the Hail Mary of football. Yeah, it happens. It can happen. You practice for it. But that's one thing. A puncher, you don't practice for it. You understand what I'm saying? You just hope that you can connect. And with a defensive fighter like Floyd, you know, I wouldn't bet on it. You understand? Correct. I I, I agree. I'm in total agreement with you. But I think as far as, like I said, like we touched on last week, Takara, in boxing, I just don't think it's – it won't even be fair to the sport of boxing for McGregor to win, in my opinion. Because, like you said, you have 49 other fighters, boxers, who couldn't do it. And you have this other other, um, breed of fighter. You know, I'm not taking anything away from McGregor as far as an MMA fighter. He's a a pretty talented fighter, MMA-wise. Correct. You know, so to get in there and just hoping that you're – well, let me ask you this, Takara. What are you doing while you're hoping to connect this punch? That's what I'm saying, because you, you have to have a counter. <laughs> Understand this. <laughs> I'm with <All> right. you. <laughs> you got to have a counter, because if you miss, what happens? You know what's coming. Right. A jab. Right. <laughs> you know that. Yeah. Or a body blow. Like, oh. Yes. And like Floyd even touched on, guy, I'm 49 and 0. I don't know what it is to lose. I don't know what it is to quit. You've quit. You've tapped out in your main sport. Yes. You understand? So I, my saying to while you're trying to connect this one haymaker punch, you think Floyd is just going to be waiting for you to throw that? He's going to be throwing punches at you also. And I'm this, I'm, I'm predicting yeah. Floyd knocks this guy out, to be honest with you. Oh, okay. All right. Listen, you know, and like I told you, you know, like I stated last week, I wanted Floyd to take him the whole 12 rounds because I, I just need these people to understand <laughs> That just torture him, right? Give him a little torture of boxing. Right. I can feel that. I can feel that. I, I do. Because, again, like I, like I said, you know, the fight is bigger than just a boxing match. You know, it's a politically driven fight. You know, we, we talked about that, too. And and it, it really is. Um, it, I just want him to take them all 12 rounds. But I don't want it, like I said, I do not want it to get into a place where we are putting the decision in other people's hands because that's strictly opinionated to me. Although the numbers can be what they are, and Floyd could be winning all numbers, but you know, at the end of the day, we talking about an opinion. And if they right. feel like McGregor is doing more than Floyd, which doesn't necessarily have to be true, then you know, I, I don't like it being up for grabs like that. But I do want him to knock him out. I just want him to do it in round number twelve. I got you. Because I look at it like this also, Takar. It, it, it's it's crazy because if this guy is not even built to go past, what, three rounds, five rounds the most in mm-hmm. MMA? Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do when you get into the eighth, ninth round? Right. You know, you, 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 that's like two, that's like two fights. Yeah, he's going to be yeah. like two of your regular MMA fights. Absolutely. And one night, it, it, I just don't see it. I don't I think you'll be making a mockery of boxing if this guy can go 12 rounds and get a decision against Floyd. No way. No way. I, I can't foresee it. I I, 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 just, I, I can't foresee it. And, and right now today, you still have Conor McGregor, who's still in favor to win this fight. You know, I'm not understanding it because my issue with it is is this. He's not a boxer. You're talking about he is going to be the number one boxer in the world. Let's let's keep it real. This is the number one right. boxer in the world. And you saying that this guy is coming from his respective sport, which he's not undefeated in his respective sport. And he's gonna come in and beat the best? That that's that that's saying a lot. Like wh- where's exactly. the respect? Like where's the respect? Let me ask you this. Would mm-hmm. you say LeBron to come in and beat Michael Jordan? No, you wouldn't. Because no, never. would do it. You know what I'm saying? And they, right. those two guys play the same sport. Can uh-huh. Tiger Woods come in and beat Michael Jordan in basketball? Hell no. Nah. Right. And that's, right. What, that's what I look at that as. Like, come on now. Yeah, that's what I say. It's gonna. It, it, who are they fooling? Just like you say, how are you gonna put someone else above the the best fighter in his sport? You're gonna put someone <laughs> out of his sport, and that's just. 
that's just answering the question. Let me let's play good cop, bad cop. Right. You know, I'll say it for you. You know, we know what it is. You know what I mean? And it's sad. It, once again, it's sad. We touched on that last sec, um, last week also. It's sad for him to be an American boxer. Yes. And these guys, you know, are really pulling for him to be beaten by, a, you know, an Irishman. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, what it, even even when they the Pacquiao, they wanted Pacquiao to beat him. They, they wanted yeah. the Philippine guy. You know, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not, Having nothing against, but I'm. Hey, we want to re- talk about um, respecting and pulling for our country, uniting as one in this country, making America great again, as the guys say. Right. You know how <laughs> how are we going to do that? We're we're still being divided as a people in this great American United States of America. Correct. I'm you know, I'm, I'm in. I, yeah. Total yeah, agree. And it's crazy because um, you can go down to Vegas and everyone in line is really putting their money on on, on Conor McGregor. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. It's <laughs> it's but that's just the hope. That's the hype and the hope. You know, that's why I know Floyd does not like the, the young lady was saying. I hope I, I'm hoping she's wrong. I really am hoping she's wrong because I don't want to see him make a mockery of the boxing sport and of the legacy of um, Money Mayweather. Yeah, absolutely. And, and let's let's talk about the second thing that the one of the ways USA Today stated that McGregor can beat Floyd Mayweather is to get in Mayweather's head. Now, Mayweather talks, he talks, bottom line. Right. He's going to tell you what's on his mind. But the thing about it, about, about him talking, he backed it up. So, oh, yeah. right now, I think he's a, he, he has proven he's a smart enough guy to not let people get in his head because he already knows that that's one of the things that he does. That people will try to do, but he's kind of mastered that skill of getting in people's head too. Definitely, Absolutely. why he's in the ring doing his thing. And if you look back at the one of the presses they had when, when he grabbed the Irish flag, yeah. you see that really got up on McGregor's skin. He he even looked for a way to try to go back. That's when he grabbed Floyd's bag. If it wasn't right. bothering you, you'll sit there calmly and just let Floyd do him do his thing. Exactly. By you reacting, you reacted, and that showed me that Floyd actually got on your skin. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so that, and, and you know, you got to look at things like that. Yeah, and that's my thing. You know, how do you how do you plan on getting in someone's head if you can't control yourself? Because in order to get in somebody's head, you have to be in full control of what you have going on also. Absolutely. And and I don't you know I I just see McGregor you know I I haven't watched the guy so I don't know what his swag is all about what kind of style he has when it as far as when it comes to talking trash and you know getting in the opponent's head I, I don't know because I haven't watched but I know what Floyd is capable of and I see the things that he's he does and I know that I I want to say that Floyd is a smart enough fighter at this point to be forty nine and no that somebody has not gotten in his head, or if they have, he's corrected it, and he knows how to handle it. Exactly, exactly. And with that being said also, Zakar, with this Floyd uh, McGregor, already I, I see what this guy tactic is going to be. He's thinking he's just going to come and just bully right through Floyd Mayweather and try to land that big punch he's thinking about landing. But you're going to have to have some type of defense coming in there to throw that punch. Correct. You know, and I'm pretty sure Floyd, he has something up his sleeve waiting, you know, for for the bully rush. I know that's what right. he's thinking. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and that, that leads me into um, point number three that was made by USA Today, um, how McGregor can beat Floyd Mayweather in this fight, is to be physical and dirty. They said dirty. This goes back to what you said last week. By them putting this in, in USA Today, a, a well-known news publication to be physical and dirty. All right. <laughs> exactly what you said last week about you don't doubt that McGregor will do something dirty in the fight. Yes. 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 Think about this, Takara. Think about this for a second. The line we just talked about at Vegas, the odds, everyone's pulling for McGregor. It's one of these, let's prepare the world for it. Because I know just for, a, um, I won't say a, um, 
It's just so everyone will be in agreement to what I'm about to do. Yeah, I might lose this fight as a boxer, but a lot of people just want to see this guy hurt. Right. Exactly. You know, so let's prepare him. Let's prepare the world. Um, the world that's gonna probably buy. It. Yeah, it pop. It probably will happen because that's in itself as dirty as it sounds and as as devious it is, as it sounds, Takara. That's an that's another form of um, promoting for that fight. Come see me do Absolutely. something dirty to this guy. Absolutely. You know. <laughs> so, Absolutely. But for for them to publish that. You know, it's just like, wow, okay, so right. this is okay, clearly, yeah. this is okay, we we good with this. Yeah, man, that's the part right there. And I can see right now big melee in the ring, Floyd camp against, I, I, it can get ugly. It can get ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what they're doing is saying, you know, Dana gave Mayweather a difficult fight because of, you know, this was in 2014, about the um, you know, he's fighting on the inside, grabbing him, clenching him, you know, holding him, and, and basically wrestling him. You know, I mean, I don't foresee that part of McGregor coming out because again, you know, when when you talk trash, you have an ego, and those those oh, yeah. both those guys' egos are huge, huge. So you know, to take the coward route out, you know. White and dirty to me, that's that's cowardly. And I know it's a clause in the contract that states that you know he will forfeit. On what you want, as far as if somebody else is offering him a bigger payday, go ahead and forfeit what you got going on and make that happen. Absolutely. And if there's anything with a fine, you know how many people would probably step up for that guy to pay that fine because they're happy. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> the, the whole it's UFC right. program. The whole UFC organization is going to step up and make that happen because at the end of the day, that's what they do, no? This is how they yeah. fight. Yep. This, this is how they fight. Yeah, and that and that's going to be their whole saying. That's going to be the way they can try to justify it. Hey, man, it is what it is. He's an MMA fighter, but I was a squad, you know, and have, you know, you guys know, you know what it is to, for, for your um, <laughs> You know, for the reactions to just kick in, it just happens. We apologize for the sport of boxing. <laughs> I can see it all now, man. It's going to be something ugly, <laughs> and they come back and try to apologize about it happening, but try to justify it in the same sense. It doesn't make any sense. Let those no. guys, because if you're going to take one of them out of their respective realm, which McGregor's out of his comfort zone, and you're going to put them in the ring with the 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 greatest boxer that's boxing right now. What I don't understand how they even expect a a win on McGregor's side. I'm I'm baffled by that and I'm confused by that. I'm not understanding it at all. I just don't. They, they, they don't I, understand I, it. They they just <laughs> trying to make you know you know excuse the, you know what I'm saying. They're trying to make chicken noodle soup out of chicken. You know. <laughs> <laughs> to make this go, it's not. It's not a fight. It's not. It's not even worthy fight to me. Just because I'm a Mayweather guy, that's the only reason I would pay it any attention. Right. Other than that, I, it's like, come on, really, y'all insulting my intelligence for the love of the bo- of the sport of boxing. You know, it's like <laughs> get real, get real. We're gonna turn this to the, the MMA is gonna become the WWE or WWF or whatever you call it. Right, exactly. It's going to be entertainment after a while. It's just going to be pure entertainment. Yeah, exactly. You remember when um, the WWE and um, Vince McMahon tried to establish his uh, football league. I I forget what it was Mm -hmm. called, but you remember he put that out there. It it didn't last. But that's exactly what that could do. XFL, something like that. Yeah, XFL. That's exactly what it was. (laughs) Extreme football league. Yeah. You know, I mean, and it, it could very well turn into that. Now, the ideal seemed very ludicrous. I mean, it is it, it, and very lucrative that you know they can make a lot of money with that. But the reality were guys that was the players couldn't get the job done. You right. know, they had to move up to a certain yeah. You couldn't get the job done. I don't even think those guys were really protected like that because they 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 were out on a limb, but. You know, let, let's talk. Let's talk Miami Heat real quick. Okay. Rumors swirling. Let me ask you this: If you were in charge of player personnel, 
Would you give up Winslow and Drogic to get Kyrie Irving? It hasn't been done yet. <laughs> That's your answer. We ain't make that move yet. <laughs> oh man, me personally, Takara, absolutely, absolutely. For for one, you know, I, it's just something about the Dragons guy. He he he's okay, but to me, he don't bring that threat at that position that you need. I feel to be a threat in the NBA alone. Okay. You understand? He he's a, he's a decent. He, he's an okay. He's okay. I, you know, I'm not taking anything away from him, but right. that definitely to me would be an upgrade at that position. With the Winslow, I'm sorry, man. Winslow, he's giving. We've given him opportunity. Maybe you know we'll give up on him a little too early, but I like his defense. But for a guy like Kyrie in the middle of his prime right now to go along with the other players we have, I'll make that move in a heartbeat. You'll make it quick, fast, and then hurry. Yes. <laughs> I mean, how do you it, feel? I mean, how do you feel? Hey, I, 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 I would take Kyrie. I, I would take Kyrie. Um, I definitely would Kyrie because at the end of the day, the guy proved that you know he could score that basketball. At the end of the day, absolutely. absolutely. If, if you need a you need a closer, Kyrie is your guy, and and he can definitely do some things, and you know. He's gonna demand that attention because it's not a lot of point guards that can actually stick Kyrie. It's it's, it's quite few that can Absolutely. keep him in front. Um, I agree. Those those other pieces and components that you add to the table, you know, you're gonna to have to give him some pieces. Man, understand this, and and I don't, you know, I don't know what's going on in Kyrie's head either. But you've been playing with the best player in the in the world, in LeBron. Right. You're not gonna find those those attributes in one single player that you have in LeBron James right now. So, you know, I don't know if Kyrie, he wants to be traded, but does he want to stay in the East? Because you got to understand, you got to face that guy at some point. You're going to face him on the West too, but my thing is he can potentially knock you out of whatever you're trying to do. Absolutely, but – you know how we always say a competitive mind. Yes. Think about it. This guy think if you can go over there with a white side and the pieces that Miami can put around you and still don't mm-hmm. don't count Pat Riley out also. But with of that course. roster now, if you can mesh with the Dion Waiters and, and those young guys we have, that's sure a test of him himself. Are mm-hmm. you able to take that step to be that leader to take a team? And take it to the next step. You got a couple pieces that you can give LeBron a, a fight, but can you step? You think you can take these guys and get over that hump? That would be an ultimate goal if he can't stay that dragon. He left that dragon. I mean, he left that guy to become a you know a competitor, That's right? A teammate. So you know, hey, maybe he's feeling that. Maybe he's been around LeBron long enough. He knows his his do's and his don'ts. Maybe he knows something about LeBron. Yeah, and, and and I would and I would I would think the same thing. If if you're around someone, you know, as a teammate, you know, you know that game, you stay the game. And again, some people, you know, like like Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, you couldn't stop him. You, you just couldn't stop him. You can merely try to contain the guy, and that's fine. You know, you just had to figure out other ways to try to, you know, when when Chicago was loaded with their group of talent, it was just trying to figure out ways to stop everybody else because Mike going to get his. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And and when it when it's a situation where, you know, all right, Pippen is the next man, you can't really stop him either. You know, you got to try to contain him. And then, mm-hmm. you know, you got the worm who going crazy on the boards. You know, <laughs> right. pick your poison. Pick your poison. Yeah. I've never You're seen. You're absolutely right about that. I've never seen, definitely not in this era with the game of basketball, a rebounding, a rebounder that's probably with Dennis Rodman like six eight, I would say six eight, yeah. six eight to six ten, six, something six, like ten, that. Something, yeah, yeah, somewhere in there. I've never seen a rebounder grab twenty boards, no points. <laughs> right. This, this is what he do, and and it's just to mess with people and get in their head because you know how many putbacks the man could have got. 
He was just out there being funny and toying with people. Grabbing 20 boys. I'm going to get 20 boys. I don't even want to score the basketball. I'm going to just kick it out to somebody else. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yep, easily. And, and that's, the, that's the type of guy you would love to have on your team. Absolutely. Not barring the, the, the extra stuff that he brought. You know, but a guy that right. thrives in rebounds, that's offensive possessions. You know you know how that goes to Carl. That's possession for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm definitely, I'm definitely wish I can have someone like a Dennis Rodman type guy on my squad. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Because it's nothing you, you – that guy has heart. And, and what he wants, he gonna go. He's gonna go get it. So you know that's hard to stop. I don't care how much skill you got, you can't stop that because a person with heart, they going after it. And that's on the offensive end, defensive end. When it and, and when it comes to rebounding, you know it's hard to block out and defend a moving target, if if you would say. Um, right. But something that I definitely want to talk about, and I know you know this is gonna is probably gonna take us into the ending of the show. We got about 25 minutes left for the show, but um, Colin Kaepernick, um, you know, it's, it, it's sad that we we have to sit and talk about him not being signed because of something that he felt he was standing up for, which is the right thing in his mind. And he's not being um, disrespectful with it. He's not, you know, cursing people out behind it. The protest that he took appeal to is peaceful. And you have did you see the interview with Shannon Sharp and Ray Lewis? Actually I missed it to car, but I've been hearing people talk about it. Yeah. Now you know those are two passionate guys about what they're doing and you know how Shannon Sharp goes. Um mm-hmm. you know in you know, Ray Lewis is kind of taking a different stance on things. You know, it's for it's like you know I'm not quoting him of saying this, but it's kind of like you know just leave it alone. You know, let it go. Just focus on your career. You know, the the problem is if if somebody feels like what they're standing up for is injustices to people like them, what is the problem with you know? It, it, it always comes back to money. It does. Everything comes back to money because owners don't want to deal with it because they feel like they are going to potentially lose their fan base if they sign Kaepernick. But you got GMs and coaches. Kaepernick can still play in this league. He's still a very viable player. He can get things done. Let's talk about his skill for a second. Right now, if you had a need for a quarterback, quarterback, he is an available quarterback right now, just on skill. Would you sign Colin Kaepernick? Absolutely. If I, I mean, come on. No team. I mean, it's all, it's only a select few of your Elway, Marino, and Montana quarterbacks, Brady's. So we, you know, every team don't have one of those, as we all know. And you can't tell me a guy with um, Kaepernick's ability and talent that he should not be on one of these um, NFL football teams, even even if it's a backup role, to fight for a starting role. It, it, it's just it, it's, it's asinine, if you ask me, because you got guys that you've unheard of that's on these squads, and you're like, are you serious? You guys would rather go that route? And like right. you say, these owners, these owners got to just swallow their pride and, and swallow that. Things happen, and, and like you say, this this is not it's not like the guy went out and, Assaulted anyone, committed any type of crime. He, you know, he just something he believed in. You and, know? and you have and other it, players around the league that actually took the stance with him, and they're they are doing the anthem because sometimes when we don't know what what something is, and then when it's brought to our attention of what something really means and what it stands for, I just want to know why why are certain lyrics of Star Spangled Banner omitted? From the song, when you're singing it, when it was written in that form. Uh, well, that's another form of what we're talking about here in the whole situation, you know, because these guys out here, they're being more. Now, let, let, let me just let me say it this way, just to cut through all the corners. To me, those owners are showing a, a side of them that that's kind of unbelievable also. It's more than not making a couple bucks. You're already millionaires. Correct. You know? So it's like 
you are, honestly, you're telling me this guy does not deserve a chance, an NFL chance. The guy is not horrible. He's not a horrible quarterback. Right. Like I said, it's plenty guy. It's plenty guys on other NFL rosters that this guy I would have on my team before. You know, I, like I'm an avid Dolphin. You know, we're big Dolphins. He, he, the guy was close to bringing his team back and beating us at home. Yeah, exactly. Last year, exactly. we had one, you know, heck of a defensive stop that saved the game. Right. You know, and it's, you know, a lot of people point the fingers at the quarterback. True enough, but when you have a decent quarterback. It takes the guys around him to make him be that elite quarterback. Trust for me, sure. he can be an elite quarterback also. But I'm I'm saying the quarterbacks that it take a little time for it. To, you know, you, you might need to put the talent around some of these guys to see right. the true quarterback. Right. Colin Kaepernick at one point was the face of the NFL. The mm-hmm. face. The face. At one point, this guy was the face. Everybody was pulling on his coattail. Now, all of a sudden, he wants to go about how he wants to do things his way in problem because it does not conform to what the majority of people who make decisions want out here. Now, let's, let's, let's take it to a, a monetary issue right now. If these owners feel like Colin Kaepernick will not make them, will make their organization essentially lose money. Let me play the flip side of that. Colin Kaepernick last year, once he started the protest, he had the number one jersey sale in the league. League. So people, whether good or bad, want to come out and see him. Because you have certain people that want to come out and see him get hurt potentially, but people like to see, people just like to see because people are nosy. So I don't think that they would lose money. They probably would gain money to be honest with you, because they may gain more fans. He's going to bring a fan base with him because he has supporters. He does have that. Has a lot of supporters of all different races and ethnicities. So I agree. Are they losing respect amongst their peers? Again, we don't have in the NFL. How many black owners are there? <laughs> that okay. many, right? In the NFL, how many black GMs are there? Right. Also so, that many. <laughs> right in the NFL, how many black head coaches you have? You don't have a lot of those. No. Nope. So his stance. I mean, it's not, to me, it's not disrespectful, but some people see it as being disrespectful. But, again, I understand it. You know, how do you want him yeah. to stand up and respect something that doesn't affect him at the end of the yeah, day? And let, me fin- and let me finish painting that picture, though, for you, Takar. Yeah. How many black players are there? <laughs> 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 you gonna start me already? We ain't even on Black Wall Street right now. We talking sports. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You're right. Exactly. You're right. We'll say that for next week. Hey, but yeah, I, that's, that's where we at. With it. We make up the majority. Yeah. Black black players make up the majority of the league. Absolutely, hands yep. down. Yep. Hands down. Hands down. When when it comes mm-hmm. to a position of being in control, how many black quarterbacks you got? Quarterbacks, quarterbacks are people who basically control what's going on on the field, right? Especially from an offensive standpoint, you know. How many black quarter, starting quarterbacks we have? Right. Let me let me throw while we on that. Let's compare a little something to Carl, mm-hmm. and we're sitting here wondering why this guy Kaepernick does not have a job, and then you take a guy like Kyle Orton. You know, that's an argument, however you want to go, who's better out of the two. You can. This is just something I'm saying. You can argue the fact. But the fact is, Cal, um, Orton can get a job tomorrow if needed be. Right. And and you have a guy who's basically on your level or maybe even better because he's a better running. He can run, get out of trouble. And it's like all you, the only reason this guy does not have a job is because of what he believes in. And my thing is, you guys don't believe in second chances. If that really hurts you that mo that bad that you don't want this guy, you you don't believe in giving this guy a second chance off of his something off of a pen that he has. It's crazy, right? Yeah. 
Let, let me ask you this. Let me get your thoughts on this. Um, Michael Vick was asked a question a couple weeks ago. What What are some things that Colin Kaepernick can do, I guess, to kind of like not necessarily restore his image, but it was a it was a question regarding image. And, and Michael Vick stated that he should cut his hair. Give me your thoughts on that. He should he should cut cut the afro is basically what he's saying. Give me your thoughts on that. We got enough time. We have enough time. <laughs> <laughs> to God, I honestly I can't believe Mike Vick had the audacity to say that. Honestly, and that, he's one of my boys too. I, I think a hell of an athlete, you know, good guy, and he should be the last one to say something of that nature. Mm-hmm. Being that, you know, you actually committed a crime. Right. You know, and lost a lot of your endorsements and all of this stuff. And I'm pretty sure every day you, he sat in that cell, the last thing on his mind was talking about an image of himself or cutting, you know, doing something to his personal physical being, being from a, a, something that he actually did. This guy didn't do anything, but you want him to change his image and all of that for something he believed in? Right. You know, now, that, now, that's like someone coming up to me or you, Takara. We were, we both um, wear the locks. Right. Can you imagine someone telling you, cut your locks, and I give you this certain particular job or whatever. Can you just imagine that? It's like I'm the same person with these locks or without these locks that you'll give this job to. So what does the hair matter? Yeah, and, and see, let let me play devil's advocate because um, in in the world that we live in right now, unfortunately, it does matter. It, it, it's a sad case, and and I want to say, you know, I don't know this because I haven't had a conversation with Michael Vick, but I want to say he's coming from a place of where he's experienced it because remember, Michael Vick had the fro, he he had the afro, he had the braids, going back, he did, he cut his hair. And think about some of the celebrity rappers who did the same too. Ludacris had the braid, wore the afro, cut his hair, and what started happening? He started getting movie deals. You you see yeah. what I'm saying? Certain, yeah, well, certain doors just... were open because of one little thing, like an image change. But the problem the problem with it, and I don't necessarily like it, we can't be who we are. Because it scares people. They don't want to see it. But see, that's the part of me being who I am and the way I feel about the way Colin Kaepernick believes and what he believes in. I fully stand for that because Mm -hmm. it's not my fault that you are afraid of me. It's not. I'm not. I'm not threatening you. You're afraid of me off of whatever you you had in your your past or what. But it has nothing to do with me. Right. You understand what I'm saying? And it's like, it is sad because I'm one person, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, I hate to say this because I know I'm not the racist guy, but I know of people that looks at me different ways because Correct. I may weather locks or whatever. But at the end of the day, with locks, with afros, with low haircuts, with bald heads, we are still filling in the blank, if you may, in their yeah. eyes. In their eyes, we're still that. So regardless of cutting your hair or not, so I'd rather not cut my hair and be who I am, and I know who I am, you know, regardless, because they're going to see who they believe I am regardless. Mm -hmm. Regardless. At the end of the day, with my hair cut, yeah, they might throw me a couple dollars to, you know, because they're like telling me they're paying for for me to cut my hair. For me to change right. who I am for their for their satisfaction, I'll pay you mm-hmm. to satisfy me. That's how mm-hmm. I believe the industry is going. But unfortunately, I will not be that guy who would. I won't let the the dollar bill change me. Now, if I felt like cutting my hair anyway, of course, okay, I'll play that role. I was going to do it anyway, <laughs> and and you know, but that's a whole other thing. But if I'm not cutting my hair, or I told myself or tell myself I'm not doing a certain thing. Me personally, no money value can change the way I think, and I, you know, a lot of people might not believe that, but that, that's honest. That's just how I feel. Yeah, and, and it is it's definitely nothing wrong with that for sure. It, it's crazy how 
you know, again, this guy's being ridiculed for for right. things that's going on with him. It's, it's the craziest thing, you know. Um, I'm not understanding it. He's skillful enough to continue playing in the NFL. I mean, this guy's been in the NFC Championship game. He's been in the Super Bowl, and he's right. not on the team. This he played in a Super Bowl right now. The Ravens. They don't have yeah. their starting QB available to them right now. They need a quarterback. They say they were signing. Like, they, they don't have a problem signing it, but nobody has signed them yet. You know, right. what what backlash can come from you signing Colin Kaepernick because he believes in something? That's like you saying, well, you know, you believe in this religion. I, I'm not I'm not dealing with that. I'm, I'm just not going to deal with that. That's, come on, that's discrimination. That's one thing that America's supposed to be free of discrimination, correct? Right, absolutely. Let me, Carl. Let me ask you this, and anybody listening and willing to argue this, and this is just something that I firmly believe. So you, you, out of all the NFL teams, what we have, thirty-two NFL teams. Yes. What a couple hundred? How many players? A couple thousand players in the league mm-hmm. period. Right. So you, you don't, you don't think that. That the adversaries, the white, the, the white players. You don't think out of all those players, none of those feel a certain way about us, but they play oh, yeah. football. Man, what? Yeah, easy. So you you understand? Easy. So why 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 bring to the forefront something that Colin Cop? And he's not saying he's not saying he's racist. He's not saying he don't like white people. He's not no. saying none of that. He's but not. That, that's what's scaring these people. It's like. For this guy to strongly believe in what he believe in is threatening, and that's sad. It, it, and he, it, you know what? It, he, again, anybody who has a belief in something, they should be able to believe in it, and they shouldn't be ridiculed and blackballed because their beliefs don't fit what the majority wants. That's that's crazy. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's crazy. You know, I don't. I again. I don't understand it because if we if we're solely just talking about skill and and I, I I read what people you know write in different comments that people make and you know saying he went one to ten last year yeah that team did go one to ten last year but that doesn't mean he played terrible in all of those games because like you stated earlier he made they had a run against the Dolphins and almost won the game it's just our defense got to stop at a crucial time so it's yeah. not like they're just thinking up the field, because if that's the case, I don't think San Francisco would start him, if, if that makes sense. Right. And you, on you top of that, Takara, I, I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you, but on top of that, if you look at their whole season, I don't I don't, I don't think they were blown out a lot of games. I think they was in every game, or most of the games yeah. anyway. Yes, they were. They weren't. They just weren't. No. They just weren't winning. But that's see, right. that's the part that, that that would equate to. Well, they weren't winning because of the outside distractions. Come on, me kneeling is not a distraction. It it, it just nope. can't be a distraction to what we got to do in sixty minutes of football. It just. It, I mean, come on now. Well, Takar, then again, it is a distraction. It is a distraction. Once I make it a distraction, talking to media. Y'all made it a distraction. I, I've been doing this. Now y'all want to single me out amongst 53 players and, and, and put that out there, you know? Right. They made it a distraction. And, and, it, and it, didn't have to, it, it didn't have to be. And that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, all right, so now that you're going you gonna to put your media clauses in there and we're going to blow this thing up, then you got to be ready. You have to know that the truth is going to be exposed then. And, and I'm talking about the media. All right. So when when the truth is exposed, that's when I, I don't understand. This man is he's kneeling for injustices. He's kneeling before a football game, before the game starts. You know how many people are standing up looking at the flag, and there's some people that actually do sit down. This is even before Kaepernick even took his kneel. It's a All lot right. of people that just sit. They don't know how the thing is planned. I mean, yep. it's people out here burning. That that's a crime, but they're not being arrested, and you can see it on TV. And you know, you know who I'm talking about. They yep. burning flags, they burning police cars, they doing all of that, and nothing's yep. happening to them. It's it's, it's called um, it's not called rioting. They're partying. Right, right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not rioting. They're partying. What? Yep. 
it's it's crazy. It's crazy. You know, it, it's bad. You know, you know, we we got we we have to do better. But again, in sports, there are politics as well. Absolutely are. But at the end of the day, if you, if you if your job is to win football games and your job is to sell tickets and you put out the best product it is, a person's belief shouldn't have nothing to do with that. Right. It, it shouldn't have anything to do with that. I mean, I've I've gone to school with people who didn't pledge allegiance to the flag. I mean, they didn't get suspended or kicked out of class. They just sat down and didn't yep. participate when that happened. I agree. What's wrong with I that? Agree. I agree. There's nothing wrong with that. And only thing, and I, I'm I'm deeply wondered and bothered about that. Let's say if he was winning, if they were not just one win team. Would would the, would the distraction would he will that even be said? Will it even come come to this point? Would they even put that on the media as much as they did? That's what I'm wondering. I I I don't think so. But you know, hey, you know, you can you can you can get deep with this conspiracy theory. I'm telling you, you can get deep because people can make stuff seem how they want to. And and when I say that, what they could do is, you know how people point shade. You know, coaches can blow a game. By their play, right. oh, you understand what I'm saying? So if, if this guy's gonna be a winner now, we can't. He can't be a winner. Hold on, pump your brakes. He cannot be a winner, and he's doing these things right here. You know, that's like Muhammad Ali when he stood for what he stood for. He was a winner because that's an individual ball, and he what he wasn't about to let anybody, you know, knock him out of doing anything of the sort. Exactly. So you know, it's exactly. like. You know what I'm saying? It's it's so many different intangibles. You know, coaches can, hey, they make some calls, and those calls can be very questionable. (laughs) Trust me. (laughs) I've witnessed that a lot. Even with the the substitutions, the the matchups, you're like, Coach, what you doing? You see what's going on (laughs) out here? Right. (laughs) So, So, yeah, those questionable times, man. Yeah, but but if the guy has a winning record, no. But like you said, certain things have to be made to seem like a distraction and blown up. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that's all y'all want to talk about is is the kneeling. But y'all not asking him why he's kneeling. You know, it's just you know why are you doing that at at that time? It's not about you know why are you kneeling? Let's let's get down to the root of the the root of the problem. Why do you feel like you should do this? You know, it's, sometimes yeah, it's about asking the right questions. Right, and then at the end of the day, when it was when it was figured out or told why he was kneeling, let's make a light of that. They, like you saying, they still haven't made light of the reason he was kneeling with all no. the police activity. Let's get on that. Bring that to the forefront. Right, but that, 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 that would be the forefront. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But that that can't be brought to the forefront. Now, now let me ask you this: with all all of this that we know that's going on, in, you know, with Colin Kaepernick right now, does he get signed to an NFL team this year? As sad as it is, Carl, I think I think definitely yes, he definitely should be. But it's going to take a team to really, I guess, realize he's better than what they're already dealing with on their roster, and that could possibly help their squad. So hopefully it'll be more sooner than later for this guy because he does he has a family he got to support and take care of. So you you have him being signed to an NFL team before the season starts. I'm hoping I'm praying for him. <laughs> and and that's sad that we can't even you know you can't give a definite answer. It's it's crazy. It's it's, it's really right. crazy. His talent tell me he should definitely be. Yeah, he definitely should. But you know, the question is, will he be? You know, <laughs> it's, again, teams out here that stated, you know, they could use him. It's teams out here that stated, oh, he's still good enough to play in our league. You know, he's still good enough to play in the NFL. It's it's people on record stating it. Coaches, GMs. It's What's people the team on right record in our division? stating it. Say that again. And it's a team right in our division that can use the guy. And hopefully he <laughs> doesn't go there because, you know, I wouldn't want to have to play the guy, honestly. 
Right. <laughs> you know, I, I think I, I, I think he's got a jet. Those 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 jets. Who the hell is that? Uh, nobody. <laughs> so you know, but hopefully he don't hear my, hear what I'm saying and don't go to the jet. But that's just one team that I can see this guy on any team. You know, agree. With that doesn't have a quarterback. I agree with you, and and that's absolute, that's accurate information, very accurate information, you know, again, and what do we, when you really just sit back and dissect what Colin Kaepernick did, what he's standing for, you know, his right to actually do that, what are we teaching our children that's coming up, that's seeing this? If you stand up for something that you believe in, in a peaceful way, you're not disrespecting anybody, this is what you believe in. You are going to get ridiculed. You are going to be blackballed. You are yeah. going to sacrifice your everything. Because understand this: when he took when he took a stance to take a knee, I'm quite sure he understood he was going to risk his everything, potentially risk his career for something that right. he right. believes in. That's that is that that's crazy. Mm. That's that's crazy. Well, but me- that's the example that we are showing our children that. Yeah, believe in what you want to believe in, but don't do it publicly. That's what that says. Right. <laughs> do you teach your kids to 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 um not go public or to to stand public? Do you tell them to to back down or to stand proud? Hmm. Hmm. That's a good one. That's a good one. Because you know, some people some people can do it and it's okay, and others cannot. I mean, at the end of the day, you know what, I just I just said I would never do it. But at the end of the day, when it comes to feeding my family, that, I guess that's one way I will have to, you know, swallow that. You know, I, I still know who I am deep inside. So, you know, it's about feeding my family. So I probably would make that choice if it, if that was the choice. Correct. I, I, I totally agree with you on that. Um, Our show is actually just coming to an end. We want to thank everybody who tuned in, listening in, and spending yeah. time with us. Definitely appreciate that. We'll be back next week. And, um, like I said, we will be doing a segment um, on Black Wall Street, so we want you guys to definitely check that out and stay in contact with us. But we'll be back next Wednesday with Sports Talk on the Takara Williams Show. I'm Takara Williams. We signing up. Co-host Devin Foster. We Yo. it in for the night. Yes, yes, yes. So you guys God get ready. Bless. Yes, sir. And we're going to let you guys listen to a couple tunes as we fade to black. Clock up in the motherfucking sky Looking at the world like I ain't afraid to die Cause everything they told me What's a lie? Now I'm looking at my homies Like who gon' ride? Cause I ain't trying to have a fake nigga by my side Lord knows I'm just trying to make it out of the fire I'ma keep that pistol on me when I come outside Just in case I gotta use it when they cross my line Hey, I say the fast lane got me buckled up I had to cut some niggas cause they want me shuffled up I can see right through these niggas when I'm keeping up on some drugs They plotting on my pockets cause they see me ruffled up I got my tip straight, working on my mixtape Niggas changing up just like my pockets on a rent day I remember that my mama broke as fuck on Wednesday I jumped up off the porch, now she got hundreds every rent day I swear to God, I put my grind in this shit I was supposed to be and make it, but it's time in this shit I had to cut some cancer off, they had me dying this shit When I say cancer, I mean people, they be lying this shit I say, I can't trust these niggas just like I can't trust the police A cracker in a uniform, shooting like Janoki If you ain't struggle with me, then most likely you don't know me A nigga from the bottom, who just like to rap and blow trees I put my Glock up in the motherfucking sky Looking at the world like I ain't afraid to die Cause